Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our Courageous Leadership with Virginia Prodan, which airs every Wednesday and Saturday at 10 o'clock Central Time on Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Edify uh, Podcast Network, and of course, you can watch it on uh, YouTube channel. We are so grateful for your participation, your question, your answers, your com- your commitments, uh, your uh, comments, and for your desire to be trained to live with uh, faith and courage and to live a life of uh, significance and success in Christ. Many of you uh, read my, my memoir, Saving My Assassin, and uh, you can buy the book at virginiaprodanbooks.com slash products slash book. And many of you want to be trained to be strong and courageous for uh, what it's coming our way, not only in America, but all over the world. Uh, we also love at this podcast to invite courageous leaders. They will share with us uh, their work, their beginning, their uh, um, um, overwhelming situation and how God helped them, and they will encourage us. And one of uh, our special uh, uh, guest is um, Troy Miller. He is the president and CEO of NRB, National Religious Broadcast, and also he is the president and CEO of NRB TV. Troy, thank you so very much for coming to our podcast. Oh, Virginia, thank you for having me. It's uh, great to be with you and with your audience. Thank you. Thank you so much. For those of uh, them in our audience, Tell us what NRB stands for. Sure. NRB is the National Religious Broadcasters Association. Uh, NRB has been in existence now for uh, a little over 79 years. Um, We started back in 1944, um, and we really kind of have the same mission. In 1944, there were uh, uh, some folks that wanted to decide who and who could not be on radio as far as it was concerned with religious broadcasting pastors. And so a group of pastors got together and said, you know what, individuals should decide who or who shouldn't be on radio. And uh, they formed NRB uh, in Chicago, and NRB has been around now ever since protecting the rights of religious broadcasters, programmers, uh, in today's world, uh, digital podcasters and other folks to be a part of the public sector and be a part of the public space. That is wonderful because, indeed, we should be the ones deciding who's going to be on radio, on television, and what kind of programs we should support. And that is a wonderful beginning and a wonderful continuation. I am so grateful that you have several committees and you invited me to be, and I was in Washington, D.C., in the um, um, NRB um president uh, council committee and i learned so many things and i'm very grateful for that um when you study i know you are a businessman you have been in many businesses very successful and that's the reason why they brought you to nrb so um, how you made that transition Well, you know, I like to tell people, the Bible tells us that man makes plans, but God orders his steps. 
Um, you know, I I had no idea or, or really growing up my life and all of my career or ambition to end up in a place like NRB. As a matter of fact, to even end up working in um, in any kind of church or parachurch organization. I, as you said, I I grew up. I spent some time in the Navy. Had a great Navy career. Uh, then I spent 11 years in the tech industry with a very large tech company, and I was in charge of global application systems. And and yet God, you know, trains us up and starts to form us for plans and work He has uh, for us. I at one time thought I wanted to go into pastoral ministry, but that door never opened up. And what I ended up doing was actually going into ministry, working for Dr. D. James Kennedy. Um, and his ministry, and which was really special to me, Virginia, because his book, Why I Believe, was instrumental in uh, leading me to Christ. And so to end up working for him, but, but that's where I sort of got involved with television ministry and radio ministry and, and uh, media ministry. And then God opened up a, another door, uh, brought me up to help launch NRB TV. Um, and during that time, NRB found itself in a in, a, in, in some financial uh, uh, trouble, and they asked me to come over from NRB TV to NRB. And uh, by God's grace and by His good work, uh, we were able to, you know, turn things around there and make NRB strong again. And it, it just shows you that whatever you're at in life, um, don't worry whether or not you're setting in God's plan because we can't see the future. Only God sees the future. And he could be training you today for something he has planned 10 years from now. And that was really the case with me uh, of God really bringing me into ministry. So it's, it's really, um, it, it's, um, how do I say, it's really a blessing to be working and doing God's work. It really is. And uh, you mentioned James Kennedy's uh, uh, ministry, and that that ministry is dear to me. I have been interviewed on them, on their program many, many times. And anytime I come to NRB, they interview me because there is always something from my story, from my life under persecution in uh, uh, socialist communist Romania, and also from what uh, this country offers because I came empty-handed. I didn't know English. I had three kids, and by the grace of God, I learned English, not as fast as my kids, but I learned English. I went to law school again, this time at SMU, and by the grace of God, he, um, I'm, I have a law firm. I wrote my memoir, Tyndale published my memoir, and I speak all over the place, and it's true what you said, God is preparing you every single day for something really special. And also, he gives you specific uh, talents and skills that you can use uh, one time in a Navy, like you did uh, in a technical company, and now you use them in a nonprofit organization like NRB in such an amazing way. So I hope this is uh, encouraging for people to understand that they have a mission too. Right, right, exactly. You have an incredible story uh, yourself, one of those courageous leaders. And it's uh, as you just well said it, it's, it's one of those stories where you never know what God has planned for you. Um, I doubt as you grew up in communist uh, 
country that you ever thought you would be uh, one day podcasting in America. And um, God's just so wonderful, so 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 full of grace, and 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 really, um, we really do trust that He has ordered our steps. Yes, exactly. And sometimes we see God's God's uh, work. Sometimes God calls us to do what we have to do, and He is in charge of everything that is behind the screen. But sometimes he's encouraging us. Like to me, uh, when I receive uh, emails or call from people like this morning before I got to this podcast to do it with you, I receive an email from New Zealand. Um, I have done mm. trainings and uh, Zoom with people in uh, New Zealand, and I, I have a connection with them. I When I spoke over there, and somebody said, living in, in New Zealand, I read your book six times, and it helped me so much to... Um, um, realize how much we need God, how important it is to have uh, your, the Word of God uh, and studying and meditating every single day and uh, how important it is to, um, to do God's will wherever you are, um, in, you know, um, place. And she said, I hope that you will have a chance to return to Australia. So that, that was a vague very um, a special, um, you know, encouragement from, from God. And sometimes God encourages us, sometimes not. He knows exactly not to uh, make encouragement uh, a part of pride. It's just who right. God is and what God has done. And I had the privilege and honor to speak at the Colson Center uh, last year, and I received uh, people uh, emails, a letter from people saying, I, uh, I am buying books from your website and giving to others, especially young people, because they need to know what socialist and communist is. So don't be discouraged if you see or don't see. At the specific time, God uh, will encourage you. Can you share with us times when God encouraged you? Like I, I gave example of how God encouraged me to go on and, and see that he is working all the time, even in other countries. Oh yeah, like you said, multiple times. You know, it's it's really wonderful. I mean, just this week, I had one of our, you know, members, board members, just call me up and just just with no agenda, didn't want anything other than to say, I'm praying for you, I'm praying for your family, and and um, I just wanted you to know that. And those are the those are the great times, as well as the many things we don't see. Uh, that's that's God's doing, and and it's really neat, you know. Some of the times, like when when NRB went through its financial crisis, I I quite honestly had a a, a bit of a uh, you know crisis of faith. I didn't really know how God was going to make it uh, NRB through this, and then you you just see His hand working. You see that He changes the hearts of people and the minds of people, and and he's ahead of you. And that's that's always the biggest encouragement. You know, NRB is a an association that represents Christian communicators like yourself and radio stations and television stations and radio programmers and 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 um, filmmakers and bloggers and authors and just a, a whole array of people who are, you know, working for the furtherance and the advance of the gospel. 
And, you know, you look around the country and there's a lot of negativity toward Christianity. But yet when disaster strikes or when when a tragedy comes uh, to your life, you know, uh, people are looking for hope. And, and one of the things that encourages me when our members will write us and talk about, you know, people who on their program, watch their program, like like somebody watch your program and and all of a sudden they discover the hope of the gospel or they they're a Christian and they were really depressed and 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 yet they were encouraged and reminded that God loves them is with them all the time. Those stories are the, the stories of encouragement. I, I always like that. There was, there was an old pop kind of Christian song back in the 90s that talked about, you know, when we get to heaven, uh, we might meet a uh, hundred people or more that we impacted that we never knew. Um, and and uh, so that's always the encouragement I have is that the gospel is moving forward, even in a culture that seems to be getting uh, darker and more evil. You are so right about that. I, uh, when you said those things, two things came to my mind. One is that when I was in Romania in the, interrog- in the interrogation in the interrogation room, and they would beat me and torture me and hit my uh, head at the table mm-hmm. and my uh, my back to to the walls, that it was very hard for me to to breathe. I I was under five feet tall. I still am, and I was eighty two pounds. I was a very small little person um, but as I I, uh, I was full of blood I heard the Lord saying tell them that I love them and as as I look at me I said to them I don't like what you are doing but God loves you and I choose to love you and they will turn their heads uh, away because they will be crying mm-hmm. God's love reaches everyone only in heaven I will know Amen. who out of all these people accepted Christ and they might be in heaven with me. The second example that came to my mind is I have a sweet friend and um, she said several times, please pray for my neighbor. I always talk with her, but she doesn't want to uh, um, talk about Christ and everything. And she said, I gave uh, her your book. And few days ago, she forwarded um, the neighbor's email to her, to me. And she said, Virginia, she read your book and she found Christ like never before. And she said, I want you to put uh, me in contact with Virginia and to tell her that I'm on my way to the bookstore to buy a Bible and start reading the Bible. So you never know. Don't be discouraged and don't um, evaluate your actions by the results. The results belong to God. Amen. Our obedience is important. Amen. Amen. That that is so true. That is that is such a good word and a good encouragement that it's the results are are in God's hands. Um, what's in our hands is our obedience to follow through what He's called us to do. Yes. What many people are discouraged. American people never experienced persecution uh, before. They never experienced being mocked as Christian and everything. Um, how do you encourage? How NRB encourages um, Christians to understand what persecution is and how to stand up? 
to this situation. Many of them will say, why me? I will lose my job. I, I have a family to, you know, feed and so forth. How do you personally encourage them and how NRB plans to encourage, um, you know, your audience? Sure. Sure. First of all, I think, you know, the one thing people need to be doing, especially if you're a Christian, is you really do need to be kind of plugged into Christian media. There's a, a lot of wonderful ministries out there that can help you grow in your Bible knowledge and your knowledge of God and who God is, uh, help you grow in your prayer life, um, provide uh, uh, services for you, um, counseling um, if you're not uh, plugged into a church, which unfortunately a lot of Christians kind of kind of drifted away from church during the whole COVID pandemic, um, we encourage you to get back plugged into a church. You know, the scripture tells us that we shouldn't uh, forego the fellowship, the gathering of one another. We really need to be together. That really is the the joy that uh, that we have in, in this world that's kind of lost. So. So those are, are good things for, for people to do. And, and then we have to remember that this world is not what God uh, intends it to be or intended it to be. You know, this world is corrupted by sin and it's corrupted by evil. But there is a day coming when that will all be gone and God will, will restore the, the, the world. And we have to remember that. Sometimes it can seem so dark around us, but yet really uh we live in called in a different kingdom and 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 then i i remind people personally that the the bible didn't guarantee us that christianity uh was going to give us an easy life and in the west you're right for a long time now the west has enjoyed you know a relatively um easy time as as christians you know we've uh really had to fight with more of an internal battle of all that comfort uh, that comes along with that. You know, it's kind of the history of Israel. Uh, when you read the Old Testament, um, they would get very comfortable with themselves. Um, and usually that caused them to drift away from God. And then God would have to kind of come in and remind them uh, sometimes through exile and persecution. Um, so I think we, we just have to remember as Christians, uh, we're called to hold fast to the truth of Scripture. Uh, we we shouldn't let our emotions uh, guide uh, our beliefs. We shouldn't let the community around us, the culture, guide our beliefs. Uh, government sh- sh- certainly should not tell us what we believe. We really need to hold fast that the scripture is our authoritative word. And and Jesus said, you know, I was just listening to that in my devotion this morning. You know, Jesus was talking in Luke where he told the disciples, you know, anybody who doesn't acknowledge me uh, before men, I won't acknowledge before the Father. But everybody who acknowledges me before men, I will acknowledge before God in heaven and all the hosts of heaven. And so really we have to remember that, that the world is always trying to draw us away from Christ. But yet scripture and prayer and, and the Holy Spirit in fellowship with other Christians um, will always draw us closer to Christ. And so we really in our lives, that's really important to us. And, you know, you look at all of our members and we have so many wonderful pastors who are 
pastoring churches who are doing radio programs and television programs and writing books and and materials to help uh, people out there. Just so much work for the gospel. Um, just remember that that the body of Christ and the bride of Christ is is a big body and a big bride. You are so right about the fact that the culture will always uh, pull us away from Christ. And one of the things that we all notice, are noticing lately is that the cultures promote socialist uh, a system without God when Christians are persecuted and uh, um, the government becomes, uh, you know, your God. Um, right. If you want to to keep your job, and sometimes at one point or another, if you want to keep your your life uh, or your family life, because and I experienced that. I know that many people are um, fearful to confront the culture, or even to talk with young people that might sympathize. Uh, because they never experienced socialism and they believe in that. Uh, my experience is that I went to college, universities, and clubs and places um, hostile to Christianity. And when mm-hmm. people heard my story, because I was not speaking from a book or from an article that I read from my own story, many of them changed their uh, their point of view. Many of them realized that they were brainwashed, that um, socialist is is bad, and they even realized that they have to know the God that I know. Um, How is NRB uh, planning to counterbalance uh, the influence on many people's life on socialists? in order to prepare them for what is coming or for to change the culture because we are sent by Christ to make disciples. And when we make disciples, we extend the kingdom of God and the culture shrinks. Right, right. You know, NRB is unique because, again, we're made up of, you know, member organizations, ministries and churches and television broadcasters and radio, all, all, a whole vast group of organizations. And those organizations work in a number of places, God's call them. Some organizations are very evangelistic, and that's their calling. Uh, some organizations are more Bible teaching and help people grow in their uh, other organizations are involved in social helps and services. You know, it's always funny I tell people, when, whenever a tragedy happens, it's usually a Christian organization that shows up even before the government to provide, you know, help and services and, and other things because Christians deep down care uh, about people and they're not just out there for power or for prestige or for for uh, to be, you know, noticed in what they do. So, so, but you're right. The culture today is really fighting a Christian worldview really versus an anti-Christian worldview. And that anti-Christian worldview comes in a number of forms. And, you know, socialism and communism is one of those uh, forms along with, you know, some of the other things in the culture. And it's it's all about, do you really believe um, that there's a creator of the world, a creator of the universe, that humanity is created in God's image and therefore uh, comes with certain, uh, you know, aspects and attributes that are separate from that. 
Or do you believe that, you know, mankind is on his own? We were, you know, created by this, this scientific, you know, sort of theory there, and we just happen to, to come along and there's no real purpose to us. I think people deep down know and feel that there's a purpose to their life, uh, that their life isn't just happenstance. And then when they look around to the world, they're really looking for hope. Um, they're looking for some sense that, is this really it? And that's, you know, the message of the gospel that, you know, God did love us so much uh, that his son, Christ, Jesus of Nazareth, came and he died, paid a penalty that we could never pay. Uh, he conquered death through the resurrection and he has promised to return and restore everything. And that message, as you said, really resonates to people. Whereas a lot of folks today kind of want to pamper the culture or capitulate to it. You know, um, the scripture tells us that the, that, that, that scripture is convicting. It, it reveals the sin in us. It reveals the things that, that, that make us uh, desperate and despair and depressed in, in that. And it, it cuts right to the chase. Affirmation never does that. When you affirm somebody in their sin or in their lifestyle that's really making them miserable, you're not helping them. You're really driving them into more misery. And so I'm just thankful that we have so many ministries out there that are, are preaching the gospel message and helping uh, people really come to the truth. And our role at NRB is to make sure those ministries like your podcast can continue to do what they are, are doing, uh, continue to do what God's called them to do. I always like to tell people, it's, it, I think as Christians, we have kind of two roles. We, we one, evangelize, we we give the gospel message. We tell people what the hope is. And that makes the, the body of Christ, the church, which is the bride of Christ, that makes the bride of Christ larger. And then we disciple people. And that's we teach them how to become closer to God. And we help them in, the, in their way to become closer to God. And that makes the bride of Christ more beautiful. So on this wedding day that the church, that the Bible, the scripture always uses as the analogy of Christ's return on this wedding day, when the bride is presented to the bridegroom to Christ, she will be as beautiful as she can be. And that's what we uh, do in ministry. Oh, that's so beautiful. Can you tell our audience where they can find NRB and also how they can make a contribution if they want to? Yeah, you can find us on nrb.org. So on the website, you can go out there. It's uh, uh, open and, and we have lots of information on there, uh, different battles that are going on in the culture. There's a lot of cancel culture out there. Um, we have profiles on NRB members and ministries and, and uh, people that are involved with. So there's a way to get to resources. Uh, there, there's a donate page if you want to support NRB. Um, but really, uh, the the main thing you can do to support us is really be involved with the local Christian broadcasting and ministries in your area, and support 
your favorite podcasters and people that are helping you like this program um, here. That's where you can really support as an individual. And then if you've ever thought about getting into Christian media ministry, uh, we have a lot of resources for that. We hold an annual convention every year. Uh, we'll be in Orlando, Florida uh, in May of this year. Let me make sure I've got my dates right. Uh, May 22nd through the 25th. Uh, we'll be in Orlando. It's a great place to come and learn about uh, Christian media ministry, learn about starting your own podcast or writing a blog or a book or or whatever it is you might feel that God's calling you to be in the bigger uh, media uh, industry. And you can find out all about that. Go to nrb.org, O-R-G, and look for the NRB convention and click on there and it'll tell you all about the conference that'll be uh, held in Orlando, Florida this year. Oh, I cannot wait to uh, to be in Orlando, Florida. I have been to several NRB uh, conventions and it's a great, great opportunity to share the gospel with others, to be on radio, television, to mm -hmm. meet other people and to encourage them and just to support NRB because NRB uh, uh, back supports each one of us you know, as member or member of different committees. So we are so grateful, Troy, for your work, for your time here, and all, for all the golden values that you share with us. We, um, we hope that our audience will take to heart and apply all of them to their own lives and live a life of uh, uh, significance and success, because that's what God wants us to, to do. Amen. And thank you for having me today and for all that you do and for um, God, the way God's using you in your story. And if you haven't read her book, uh, you really do need to get it and read it. My wife and daughter are actually reading through it right now. So uh, just a great story of God's mercy and his redemption and uh, what he can do in your life. So thank you. Keep doing all that you're doing as well. Thank you. Thank you so very much. And thank you to all of you that are uh, listening, participated to uh, our podcast, Courageous Leadership with Virginia Prodan, every Wednesday and Saturday at 10 o'clock Central Time on Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, ADP Podcast Network. And of course, you can watch it on uh, YouTube channel. I hope that you are going to take everything that... Um, the president and CEO of NRB, Troy Miller, share with us and apply to your life. Until next time, God bless you. Bye-bye.